Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Good Monday morning to you. How are you doing? Oh, it's a good start. Good day for you. The boys are all back together again. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Post, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Hello, fellows. Morning, Greg. Good happy, to see you. Welcome ha- back. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy belated New Year. Good to no, see you. No, not belated. Just happy New Year. I'm starting my new year today. Okay. Yeah, me the, too. The because I need to reset. Days, <laughs> last seven days. The first days week of 2024 has been rough for both of us. No? Yep. Patton, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's up? I, nothing's nothing bad's happened to me yet, so I'm just kind of ducking my yeah. head. Waiting. Right, right. Just yeah, just just keep your head low, and yep. you know, and, and yeah. So, um, I had the weirdest day yesterday. We'll get into it. I know you had an interesting weekend yourself, Greg. Yeah, I came out with some stitches mm-hmm. above my left eye, among other things. Jeez. Uh, in the last eight days, well, last ten days, I have apparently had a sinus infection, mm-hmm. uh, bronchitis, mm-hmm. the flu. Yeah. Uh, I got a tetanus shot. The lady said, when's the last time you had a tetanus shot? Oh my I think God. I stepped on a nail when I was, I was gonna say, yeah. 10. I don't know. I think know. we've all had that. I stepped on a nail when I was about yeah. eight years old. I had to have a tetanus, tetanus shot. shot. Uh, yeah. So it's been it's been a fun few days. Uh, lost my voice completely. Yeah. Um, Albert had to do play-by-play on both games Saturday at Moorhead. Jeez. Uh, and I'll, we'll talk about how I ended up with stitches and did, yeah. did, the, did the game bloodied. Yesterday, uh, Titans, you were at the game, right, Patton? Sure was. Was it cold? Um, for most of it, yes. Whenever the sun decided to creep out a little bit, it was Yeah, like, about midway through the second quarter, the sun came out for a bit, right? It was... Uh, uh, that's why I pay for the seats on the sunny side of the stadium, just Smart. for moments like those. The sunny but, side of life. Uh, exactly. But I was there yesterday and uh, had a good time, I must say. Well, I mean. I was I, at the game, yeah, too, just it, in case you Well, we, we gathered. We, we know, John. <laughs> we know. We, do, we just assume that with you. Yes. Um, he pays. You yes. don't. Um, but it was chilly in the yeah. press box. Yeah. Just, if it's if it's really? any comfort, yeah. Well, oh, well, you should dress warmer. <laughs> uh, I feel oh, it's cold in the press box. I don't feel bad for you. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry, um, you don't start there. I yeah. mean, nineteen to one fifty three, uh, turned thirty. What this past week, forty first one hundred yard, and then you know, and if it's his last time around, went out with a bang uh with class of uh, uh, really cool that he took the microphone and, and greeted the fans on uh the field after the game in the stands and then what he all the things he did in the press conference we're going to actually play uh, his entire press conference at 10:25 this morning sort of as a tribute to him mm-hmm. yeah it was a fitting uh fitting if it is it for Derrick Henry here in Tennessee with the Titans what a way to go out i mean it was everything that we've grown to be accustomed to with Derrick Henry, the power, the speed, the knack for finding the end zone. He busted that 69-yard run. You know, Cisco had a good angle on him. So even a couple of years ago, don't know if he would have housed it. I know he said, oh, I'm getting old. I should have scored. Hmm. Uh, but 
you could tell. I it was just you could tell it was going to be his day. You know, when he came out of the tunnel, remember, and he's yeah. blowing kisses to the fans, and that first carry when he had 12 yards, that was vintage Derrick Henry. And I think he was like, "I'm determined. I'm going to go out. If this is it, I'm going to go out with a bang today." And he was he ran hard. He ran determined all day. The offensive line did a great job blocking for him. They ran for 175 yards as a team. It was really fun to watch Derrick Henry perform and how gracious he was after the game, addressing the fans on the PA and, you know, just saying all the right things at his press conference afterward, which you mentioned we're going to play for you a little bit later in the show. Um, You know, listen, we don't know what the future holds. I think a lot of it is maybe could be possibly tied to what Vrabel's future is, and I'm sure we'll get into that as we go along today. But it was just really cool to see Derrick Henry and the fans kind of have a possibly one last group hug. And I like the way, because I just don't think a lot of professional athletes appreciate the fan support that they get, but Derrick Henry is not one of those guys. So good on him for his performance yesterday. Good on him for the grace and the class he showed after the game. Well, he understood he uh, stayed an hour uh, and signing autographs too. I heard that uh, as well. But um, yeah. he looked, he looked damn good at his press conference, well, man. He was he was <laughs> he was ready. He was ready for his close up, man. He had he had it all going. The, the sunglasses and the, and the ice around his neck, man. That was you know good on him. The uh, sixty nine yard run, the longest uh, since before he broke his foot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know at the end of that though, he, he, I you know he he said I'm old. I should have scored. Blah blah blah. He should have done. The textbook stiff arm. You know what he was doing. He was because the guy's going to hit him low. No one, you know, smart enough to go up high on him anymore. And he was sort of doing his arm low. I said, man, one last time, yeah. give us that old face. What a great know. finish yeah. that would have been to yeah. that run to just like plant Cisco mm-hmm. into the ground and then walk <laughs> into the end zone. But the crowd was great all day, Pat. Yeah. You can you can attest to that. They were chanting Henry all day, and he talked about afterwards. What an honor it was to hear the crowd chant his name just like they did Eddie before him. And, you know, he talked about how he idolized uh, uh, Eddie George. I mean, I mean, he you talk about just the perfect day for Derrick Henry yesterday from, you know, what he wore to the stadium and to his press conference to the way he played. And just like I said, how he conducted himself, you know, so it's uh, listen. You know, it's a business decision that the Titans have to make whether or not they're going to bring this guy back, and we'll get into that in the in the weeks and months ahead. But I will tell you this, and you know this, Patton, it will be a big-time PR hit for the Titans if they decide to part ways with Derrick Henry. But, listen, I'm going through the same thing as a Giants fan with Saquon Barkley. Love the player, but it's more, in, this, in today's NFL, it's more about the running game than it is the running back. A little bit, though. I don't know that there would be that as much of a pushback on fans if they don't bring him back. I think if they would have traded him, yeah. But I think sort of most fans realize, hey, this was probably it. Yeah. And this is the but way. It's the way of the world. I don't think. I don't think Titans fans will hang on them to bang on them too much. If they oh, don't I think bring some will. I mean, you know, well, some, the, the, some the, most, the hardcore fans. Everybody's an idiot about something. Well, I mean, the hardcore fans. When Stephen, Steve and I and Hutton were talking about this yesterday, the hardcore fans will understand. Yep. They'll be disappointed, but the fringe, you know, hey, oh, the Titans and that Derrick Henry guy is really good, and he runs and he does, and he stiff arms people. And they screwed him yeah. by not bringing him back. Or just yeah. like 
but they'll just be like, why would you yeah. get rid of Derrick Henry? He's a great player, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, Well, I have no time for those people. Well, and, uh, and yesterday, yeah. it, it really it teases those kind of neutral fans because uh, what we saw yesterday was not, I mean, we didn't really see any of that all year long. Because he had no offensive line exactly, all year long. Exactly. So and he that, sent a message yesterday, uh, didn't he, guys? Like, hey, you give me you give me blocking up front. I can still get it done, even though I'm age 30. And, and I, I want to give a, a big shout-out to the fans yesterday because for me, walking to the game, I, I to be completely honest, I didn't really care what happened. I didn't care if Derek ran good. I didn't care if the Titans won. But after that first snap, and I, I don't know what it was, I wanted to win yesterday. And mm-hmm. I know it, really it didn't hurt the draft pick right. yesterday. It might have hurt you one. I've seen conflicts whether it was going to be six or seven if you lost yesterday. Right. Or five. I think about thought saw five yeah, if they would have lost. I, I think with some results yesterday mm-hmm. that ended up happening, I believe six was the best you were going to do. But okay. I, I think... I don't know. After that first snap and after that first run, I wanted to win yesterday. I didn't really care what happened. I, I was happy that you is, became a fan. Exactly. Yeah. That's sure cool. Did. That's that good. is. And that, I was like that yesterday with, you know, with my team because people were texting me like, what are the Giants doing? They should be taking. They need to lose. I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I got, I told my one buddy in Pittsburgh, I said, you know what? I'll worry about that in April. I want to beat the Philadelphia right. Eagles. Didn't you want to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and, you know, knock them out yeah, of the playoffs. Pissing them off for six months exactly. was, was good as a, did, a draft You pick. did to them yeah. what they did to you last yep. year, and it felt good, didn't it? Yep. There you go. Tannehill also goes out, uh, I thought, in style, 17-26, 168, two touchdowns, so one interception, Pat, and I guess this is where my life is here. Uh, it, I thought of you. Good. I mean, I'm sitting So did I. I'm sitting <laughs> So did I. I'm sitting What there. a coincidence, Pogey. No, I did. I swear Tannehill to God. I'm like, what's Patton thinking oh, right now? Patton, Patton's up there going, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to quote it, I said, he's going to screw us one last time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but give credit to the defense, right? The, yeah. the, the the last two series, getting the getting the goal line stand and getting the stop in the two minute drill. Yeah, but so, how bad was Trevor Lawrence, dude? How bad were the Jaguars? How do you show up in a game like that where everything's on the line? I, you know, reading their body language, they looked like they didn't care. They were just like, whatever, dude. Yeah, we'll try to well, win, they man. They thought they'd show up. They got smacked I, in the mouth, and I, they weren't in the smacking back. No, mood. they weren't. They weren't. And I mean, just. Their body language and just how do you not show up in a game like that? In a game that you have to win. I talked to somebody from Jacksonville who was, you know, up to uh, cover the game, and he said it's been like that all year. Hmm. Ever since they, you know, they what they lost five of their last six games down the stretch here. Their one win was against god awful Carolina, and you know he ba- he basically said, listen, they don't have that leader. They don't have that guy to you know start throwing stuff in the locker room and getting in people's faces. It's just, everybody's just laid back like, all right, cool, man. You know, I just, I was astonished as to how lackadaisical and how just blah the Jaguars were in a game that meant everything to them. And now they're knocked out. Well, and I think for them, I mean, they need to do stuff now because Trevor Lawrence is still on his rookie deal. I'm right? saying, you're going to give that guy $250 million. In, I mean, I mean, listen, he had some injuries this year. I get that. But even so, man, I mean, you know, you, that, that was a legacy yeah. game for Lawrence. Hey, I'm a little banged up, but I'm going to come out here on the road. I'm going to get this win. I'm going to get us that division title. Against I'm a bad get us football a team. That's looked bad yeah, exactly. all year long. That, that was disgraceful by the Jaguars. So in, in – 
especially <laughs> now that Houston, they win the division. And oh, by the way, they have 70 million more they get to spend this mm-hmm. offseason in cap space. Quarterback so I, on a rookie deal. I, I just thought the way Jags, they handled that yesterday, I think there's questions all yep. over. Uh, p- coaching, play calling, and yep. uh, players. I, I didn't, To oh, me, that- they didn't look that talented, quite frankly. I know they got some guys and mm-hmm. some names, but uh, they looked Pretty pedestrian. Look at look at the couple of plays, guys, on that on that goal line stand. Third and goal, sprint right, you know, <laughs> sprint right option. That was dead in the water. And then, you know, they're at the one and a half yard line and Lawrence is trying to, you know, reach the ball over. And then that lack of days ago, fourth down pass to Ingram where he just sailed it over his mm-hmm. head. I mean, what the hell was that? I know we're doing a show in Nashville. Nobody cares about the Jaguars, but man, if I were if I were doing a show in Jacksonville today. I'd be I'd be killing this team, pillar to post. Yeah, Tannehill, uh, three playoff appearances, two division titles, uh, thirty-five touchdowns with him and Derek, thirty-nine and twenty-four, I believe, as a yeah, starter. And with him and Derek together, thirty-three and twenty. So um, you know, the one caveat that always comes up is that one game against the Chiefs, or even that one throw against the Chiefs. Bengals, I think. Yeah, I mean, with the, what I keep saying, no, the Bengals. The yep, but, uh, I mean, they lost the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. He, you know, he wasn't great in that yeah, game, the Bengals but, but game the Bengals here, right. game was yeah, still, Obviously, yeah. yeah, with the Cincinnati game here uh, with that. So, so what do you got over there, Patton? A uh, couple here. Uh, one from Mike Vrabel, just talking about if this is it for Derek, what it's meant for him, and his, his six years with Derek Henry as the Titans head coach. You know, we've leaned on on Derek. Certainly, touched on him. Um, you know, his consistency throughout. You know, this not only the time that I've been here, but you know, certainly this season. And, and frustrated, but you know, I, I just uh, you know proud to coach him. He's a unique and special you know person, uh, but obviously an unbelievable player. And uh, his durability, you know, his leadership. Uh, is is you know something that I've always appreciated and um, was was on uh, display here today. You know, talking to Sean Murphy Bunting and some other guys in the locker room. By the way, Sean Murphy Bunting was a delight to talk to yesterday in the locker room. He's he's he's, he's he was a, great on yeah, the field. He, yeah. he played terrific yesterday. So did Al Shire. Well, and that, that guy's deep, a warrior. And that deep getting beat wasn't his. You know, he had yeah. no safety. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. obviously a mess up in coverage. But just talking to different guys about Derrick Henry, and you could see how sincere they were. You know, Sean Murphy Bunting said, this guy works so hard. This guy does stuff that you guys don't see before practice, after practice, keeping his body in tune. And you can tell, I mean, the mutual respect, I mean, the the un, the unequivocal respect that the players have for Derrick Henry. And it's well-deserved, man. I Like I said, I, I had serious doubts about this kid when they drafted him. Um, I didn't. I just didn't think he was going Alabama to be productive. Yeah, I thought he was going to. Be, I didn't know how productive he was going to be. I thought he had a little bit of an attitude, but you know, hearing him in the press conference, guys, after the game, saying what he said, and said, you know, eight years, I've grown as a person. I turned thirty. I had my daughter. You know what I mean? He said he he admitted I've changed a lot, and I think what he meant by that was, you know, my attitude changed, my approach to this game, and you know, we always talk about the conversation he had with Eddie George that really seemed to propel him. And he talked about, you know, that that night against Jacksonville, that Thursday night where he went 99. And he said, that's where it all started. He kept saying that. He said, that's where it all started. And it just clicked on from there. And he just went from being a an okay guy to the best running back in the NFL and the baddest man in the NFL. 
Also, uh, I think it's interesting that there is no Vrabel press conference scheduled uh, for today. Traditionally, it's today, the day after the last game. Last year, it was Monday. Their last game was a Saturday, but he's not going to have it on a Sunday probably. So what do you make of that? No no, no Vrabel presser scheduled yet. And that's obligatory, quite frankly. Yeah, well, you know, we saw the Adam Schefter report over the weekend that uh, he's scheduled to meet with Titans top brass to discuss a lot of things, including whether or not it's best for him slash the Titans to move on. You know, I guess from what I gather, from what I understood from that report was everything's on the table. Maybe trading him to another team, maybe a mutual parting of the ways, or keeping him. So I think those discussions are going to precede any public announcement or public availability that Mike will make. But, yeah, it's very curious that Mike is not going to be made available to the media today. Just the players... Uh, well, that, that's, that, baggy days is about that, is is, is, he is in about be. an hour. He should be. It's his job, what guys. I know? think it's yeah. more. I think it's. I think there's a lot of fire to this smoke. I think it's more likely than not likely that he is uh, going so to be you, moving on. Bet, I made the bold bet right now. Yep, you, you, I'm, I'm bet he's, he's gone. gone. Yes, Back I made the bold statement uh, several weeks ago. You can go back and check the tape. I haven't talked to anybody. This is not a source thing. This is just me speculating. I I felt. By at midseason, he was going to be gone. I just don't think, guys, with everything that is on the table for the for the Titans in terms of a rebuild, I don't think he's on board for that. And I and I think there's uh, some smoke, some fire to the smoke of him and Rand Carthon are just not simpatico right now. I think, and I just don't think he wants to be here anymore. That's that's my honest opinion, and it's just an opinion. I'm not reporting this. You know, it's just how I feel. Uh, Teresa Walker is going to come up right after the break. Usually at ten twenty-five, but so the open locker room today at ten fifteen to eleven o'clock. Sort of what a getaway day, right? What they call it? I call it baggy day. Baggy day. Yeah. Get out on. Get out of town. Yeah. yeah. Is Vrabel going to be hiding in a closet while everybody's <laughs> over there? He's going to have a glass to the wall of the <laughs> locker room, listening to everything that's said. <laughs> well. Uh, a lot else, a lot else to get to. Obviously, the playoffs are set. We'll talk about that. College basketball, SEC got underway this past weekend. Your phone calls all morning long, also. Uh, but coming up next from the Associated Press, Teresa Walker. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is. The day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number. They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. 
Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. It's if over. they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still is be over. out. They're playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Didn't notice where Vandy uh, played, I guess, fairly well Saturday. Obviously, I was working. I didn't uh, follow it or watch it, but uh, falling by three to uh, Alabama, Tennessee. Wow. They were down big. They made a a furious comeback, and, you know, a couple of breaks, they might have been able to pull that game out. Meanwhile, UT just... They just rolled, man. Oof. Yep. That was that was a whooping. Usually uh, at 10.25 on Mondays, but this morning, uh, starting at 10.15, player uh, clean-out of the lockers over there. Teresa will be there working for the Associated Press. Good morning, Teresa. Happy baggy day, T. Happy, happy. Yes, it's funny that at the level of the NFL, that the biggest thing that we'll see in the locker room today will be plastic bags as guys empty out lockers and and, and, and donate shoes and boxes and and uh, you know guys I, I tell you you know we still don't have a time for when Mike Brable's going to be available today. Yeah, what do you make uh, of that, T? Tuesday in Foxborough. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I I was one who thought it was all coming from New England. Mm-hmm. There's now Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report saying that there would be interest by Vrabel if if there was an opening, and it's like. At this point, you know, yeah, you can't – the fact that we don't know exactly what time he's talking to us, it might be that he's talking with Amy about changes to make on the coaching staff. We don't know. So as long as we don't have a time, then, yeah, anything at this point – the one thing I have learned in, in, in covering the NFL and covering pro sports, never say never. 
I mean, I can look at this roster and, and point the issues back to the guy that was fired a year ago. Now you've gone through the pain of a season where, you know, you've got all this cap space coming available. You've got, you know, a, a seven, the number seven overall draft pick. And for the people who wanted to lose yesterday, come on, you moved down one spot. It's not like it was a big thing. Okay. So, uh, but at this point, I don't know. And, you know, so it, stay tuned is all I can say. Well, I think he's gone, T. Uh, that's just, I, I don't know. I'm curious to know what you think. Percentage chance Vrabel's the coach next year. We won't hold you to it, but w- what's your gut telling you right now? I think it's 50-50. I mean, it, it's just, it's, I, I mean, I look at the Titan situation. You've got the quarterback. You've got, you know, you, I mean, I, I would take Will Levis over Matt Jones and Bailey Zappi any day of the week at this point. Um, you know, and, and, you know, do they need to make some changes? Yes. Uh, you know, there were a lot of coaching, a lot of fans were saying we need to see coaching changes. We need to see this. We need to see that. There were a lot of coaching changes this last offseason. Uh, now, it didn't help that the offensive line, I mean, guys, they gave up through 16 games the most sacks that had been allowed by this franchise in the Titans era starting in 99. So, you know, there's there's some areas that need to be improved on for sure. Um, and, and But at this point, yeah. I, I mean, Amy Adams-Strunk is the one who knows what she wants. Mike Vrabel is the one who knows what he wants. Uh, you know, he signed a con- – or, you know, they announced a contract extension for him and John Robinson – uh, just under two years ago, but we, you know, for some of the reports that you know Mike Lombardi saying, oh, he's, he, his contract's up. Well, and then he back he walked that back. So mm-hmm. there's just so much smoke because it is Black Monday in the NFL. Well, I'll say this. I mean, a lot of people are thinking, and Patton said this, and Steve and I were talking last night in the office, and uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, why would he want to go to New England? The cupboard is bare. They don't have a quarterback. It's a bad roster. It's this and that. I just think that if Kraft offers him, you know, gives him the keys to the franchise and says, you, you know, not only are you my head coach, but you're also my de facto general manager. You you have, you know, full say over the roster. That would, for a guy like Vrabel with the ego that he has, I think that would be hard for him to pass up. And you're right, there's there seems to be more here than there. But you know, you you know how these coaches' minds work, right, T? Oh, they all think that they can be that. And, and I mean, here's the thing. We can't discount the fact that in October, during the Titans' bye week, Mike Vrabel was in the box with Bob Kraft at, you know, when they in, inter, inducted him into their pretentiously named Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm sorry, Ring of Honor is good for everybody else, but they <laughs> got six rings. Hey, you win. Yeah, I was going to say, you win six Super Bowls. You can call it what you want. Well, but that's the thing. It's been a while. And now I will say this. You know, you mentioned ego, and that's the thing, because, you know, we know here in Tennessee that it was, you know, Holly Warlick's the one who, who drew the short stick trying to replace Pat Summit. Didn't work out. Uh, remember how it went replacing Bear Bryant in Alabama? I mean, Greg knows the name, but it, it didn't go well. You know, replacing the legend. And I know that, I know that Belichick has had some tough seasons to the last couple of years, which might make it easier because – any winning will be good in contrast with what's been going on. But that's the thing. We've got, I mean, guys, I wish I had better answers for you. But, I mean, uh, I, 
if you've got an ego, don't you want to create something of your own rather than go to a place where, yes, you did win three rings as a, you know, as a linebacker and you've got a billionaire willing to spend all sorts of money. And, I mean, you know, if you've been around the Titans facility, Amy Adams Strunk has spent a ton of money around that building to make it one of the better, you know, best ones in the NFL. So I, I, sometimes it just comes down to personal preference. Yeah. Ray Perkins. Thank you. <laughs> I knew you'd know. Yeah, um, I knew it, but I was yeah. I was testing. Oh, today. thank you, thank you. Uh, well, that's a, what an ex Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I first coach, started following yeah. the Giants, he was the head coach in 1979. Yep, yep. Hey, um, I think he left there to, to follow. He there, left to Brian. go to Alabama yeah. in 1982, mm-hmm. and then yep. Parcells <laughs> came in, and then a couple years later, they won the no. Super Bowl. So, Derrick uh, Henry, just uh, the the entire day, um, it will it will be always remembered. Very, you know, I don't get too. Uh, whatever. You know, I'm not melodramatic, uh, melodramatic sentimental. or sentimental, but things like this because it's a business. But you, it was really nice the way Derek handled it, the way the fans handled it, the way the media handled it. I thought it was a, and we're actually going to play his entire 13 minute post game presser uh, next hour in your spot, by the way, Teresa. So anyway, well, should uh, be a little busy. Then. What a neat day for for everybody involved. Well, it was perfect. I mean, it was his best game of the season. I mean, <clears throat> think about this. He finished second in the NFL in rushing. Behind that line, behind that line, they used, I lost track of how many different left tackles, right tackles, uh, you know, right guards, you know, things like that. I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things that he managed to do that. And I saw a stat just a little while ago that of his career yardage, like 74, over 7,400 yards, have come after contact. That's almost ridiculous. Okay, and I did. You know, he. I, I. It felt to me, and when you play that, you know, folks listen and see if you hear it too. But it felt to me like he kind of left a door open, but he does want to win a ring. Um, but he left a door open that if there's a slightly different role for him, it, it, you know, that it sounded to me like he might be willing to to consider that, entertain that, and come back and. And, you know, do something a little bit differently because, you know, Ty J. Spears is a, a dazzling young running back. And, and, you know, give credit to Rand Carson for getting him when he did because there were a lot of people that passed on him because they're like, knee injuries? Nope, not going there. Yeah, no doubt about it, T. And, you know, when you think of uh, Derek's situation, you know, th- he talked about it afterwards, right, T? Just how much he's changed as a person in eight years. And, you know, he, he mentioned, he said, I turned 30. I had my daughter, you know, and I thought when he got here, I thought he, you know, I thought he felt a little bit entitled. I thought he was a little whiny, you know, he missed that one mini camp. And that was kind of mini protest because maybe he felt like he should have been the starter over DeMarco Murray. But man, once he became the guy, like he embraced it, he stayed humble. And I love the fact that he acknowledged the fans, both on the field after the game and in the press conference. Well, yesterday. he just grew up. Yeah, he, he, just, exactly. you know, he comes, you know. You God know. knows I was a knucklehead when I got out of college. I'm you, still you, a knucklehead. I was going to say still, still are. Yeah, you knucklehead. <laughs> well, he came out of Alabama with a Heisman Trophy and a national championship. And, and you know, and he had been the guy. And, and, you know, let's not forget there was a conversation between him and Eddie George that, you know, that kind of helped flip the switch for Derek. And, you know, and, and think about that. You know, he was behind DeMarco Murray for most of his first two seasons and still is within spitting distance of Eddie, uh, who also had eight years with his franchise, 
for the franchise leading rusher. And I tweeted it out last night from the NFL. I mean, when you, for people who don't think that he's put together a Hall of Fame career, that he needs a ring, look at the company he's keeping with the things that he has done in his career, tied for 13th all-time in rushing touchdowns. And and those weren't one- and two-yard gimmies on every time, okay? All right. I mean, there was the 18-yarder yesterday. He was mad that he didn't score on the 69-yard run yesterday. So, I mean, this is a guy who has put every time he seems to, you know, reel off a run or a touchdown, you know, he is in the company of Hall of Famers, an exclusive company at that. Eddie or Derrick Henry, who should be in? Both? Knowing knowing what the, this team did riding uh, Eddie's back to a Super Bowl, and, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's tough not to think that that Super Bowl is a big difference. But, again, Derrick Henry literally put the whole team on his back and carried them through New England and Baltimore into Kansas City with a lead in the first half, a uh, double-digit lead, uh, over the Chiefs. I mean, I'd have a hard time, you know, flip a coin. I, you know, I'm – I did see one of our younger colleagues in the media say that Eddie is the the great, most iconic one in Nashville. And it's like, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. No, there's Pekka Rene, there is Steve McNair, there is Eddie George. Eddie and Steve went to two AFC championship games together. So that kind of, with the Super Bowl appearance probably, and oh yeah, Eddie still is the franchise leader in rushing. And, you know, he, he put this franchise on his back for more than one playoff run. And, I mean, it, it, it feels like they're both cut out of the same cloth. Are you going to make me choose, Greg? No, no. Yeah. I, I think it's, what about Ryan Tannehill yesterday? I thought it was really good for him to go out the way he did as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, people want to just crap all over him for the performance in Cincinnati, forgetting the fact that there were some injuries. And, you know, yes, it, it's the playoffs. Stuff happens. Everybody wants to win. But, uh, you know, as somebody who's been watching the NFL since the 70s, ask Buffalo how it felt going to four Super Bowls and not winning. The Minnesota Vikings went to four Super Bowls, never won. It is not easy to win in the postseason. You just have to get there and then make the plays when it happens. I mean, this very franchise has had the number one seed three times and not managed to take advantage of home field advantage. So, I mean, that's the thing. It is tough to win in this league. So, uh, I, I'm just going to say I think that that was perfect for Ryan Tannehill. He said that he thinks he can still play, and when you watch what he did yesterday, I mean, behind that line, they did a better job yesterday protecting him, and the scheme was better, and it kind of made me wonder, it's like, where has this been all season, or is this just a matter that they finally had enough guys in the same spot for more than a, a game or two that they were able to build some continuity? So, you know, those are among the questions that they should be discussing and trying to figure out the answers to over at St. Thomas Sports Park. Well, I feel like, and we're talking with Teresa Walker from the Associated Press at Teresa M. Walker on Twitter X. I, You know, Jacksonville played their part yesterday. I don't know how you come into a game like that with everything on the line, everything at stake, and just, you know, look as flat and as uninterested as they did. Their body language was way out of whack. But when you think about the immediate future of this Titans team, I mean, we're, we're sitting here talking about a team next year that will have been without Taylor Lewan, Ben Jones, Kevin Byard, and now possibly Derek, well, possibly Derek Henry, more than likely Derek Henry, definitely Ryan Tannehill. And now possibly Mike Vrabel. 
I mean, this when when we start grinding again in late July and the training camp opens, this could be a completely different franchise. T. Oh, uh, I I do think that the rebuild is fully underway. I mean, it, it it has to be because again, you've got all the cap space, you've got all these things going on. It is time to you know to do some things. I mean, you know, I I keep flashing back to Mike Vrabel's reaction to the trade on on AJ Brown. You know, Traylon Burks is a nice as a young man as he is, has not been that guy and or anywhere close to it. Thank goodness DeAndre Hopkins came in and was DeAndre Hopkins because if not You're being kind, to yeah. uh, Traylon Burks is a bust so far. Not not all at his fault point, injuries happen, but I mean let's 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 be real. Yes, at this point absolutely a bust. And and it's tough to say that, but it's the facts because it is ugly and it is not pretty. And, you know, his numbers, I know that he's been knocked unconscious twice within his first year and a half in the NFL, but that is part of it. And, you know, people were yelling, you know, complaining, why is Will Levis even trying to practice last week? Because part of it, he's a rookie, and you actually do have to be able to practice and, and be a part, you know, see if you can make it through a game week of preparation with an injury and, and, and let them see where you're at because, guys, you're always going to be hurt in the NFL. After week one, you're you know you're dealing with something, and that's part of the learning curve for a rookie quarterback. It's that simple. Teresa, um, we appreciate it. By the way, didn't even talk about the uh, Predators. Wow, but what a year Philip Forsberg is already having. 21 goals, all-star game, and everything. So uh, uh, good win Saturday night over the Stars. Back at it uh, tomorrow night at home against the Ducks. Well-deserved all-star nod for Philip Forsberg, and it's fun to watch what's going on with this team, right? I mean, it is must-see hockey uh, thanks to Barry Trotz and Andrew Burnett. No doubt about it. Who you like tonight, T? Oh, there's a game tonight, isn't there? There uh, is. <laughs> I'm going to root for Washington just because uh, – what can I say? I, there's just something about Jim Harbaugh <laughs> – yeah. It's Michigan uh-huh. against the world. Nobody yeah. but Michigan I mean, wants you know, Michigan. Lawan Le- displayed that yesterday when he was shotgunning beers in his Michigan versus everybody t-shirt yesterday. Exactly. So it's like, it is, well, everybody is always against everybody. Remember when it used to be Red Sox Nation and everybody was a nation? And it's like, no, you can't all be nations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's, you know, trust me, I've got a, fly, a, a towel in my home office that says Memphis versus everybody. So everybody <laughs> is that always back, back against the wall. <laughs> so let's just wait and see. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks, T. Thanks, guys. All right, Teresa Walker, of course, uh, as we mentioned, uh, at uh, 1015 to 11 o'clock, the open locker room is the players. What do you call it? Baggy day. Baggy day. All right. Hey, we're wide open to the top of the hour and past that as well. Call us, 615-844-5600. Cool Deck LLC, the Dexpert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, Give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595. 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger. 
and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Call or text the Greg Pogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. You know, I've been nice to you all morning. I know you're not feeling well. You had a mishap over the weekend. You're just snapping at me, well, being angry and no, rude no, no, towards no, no, me. No, no, no. no I well, I, I don't deserve that, Well, Greg. here's what. I don't, you know, you, I was just telling Patton at 10.05, we will do that thing where we guess the spread, mm-hmm. and then you go ahead and tell me what the one for Cleveland is. No, I didn't that, get that. Uh, no, I said, I said, it's, I it's think Cleveland is favored. I did not give the spread. Uh, and you snapped at me. Yeah, I'm I've been, snapping I've been, at you now. I'm being extra nice to you today. you just been a grouchy old no, bear no, all morning. No, I've been nice, quite frankly, and uh. you're pushing me to the edge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? I've already got <laughs> I need matches, stitches. I've got three stitches on my left eye. I need three more over the top. I love you, Greg. All right, good. (laughs) 
And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Yeah, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the football Hi, Eric. Hold on. Let me get a towel. Get this stuff off. <laughs> yeah, let me wipe. I got to wipe the microphone off. <laughs> got a little on there. What's up, man? Hey, John, I always appreciate when you do that. I, I get a big kick out of it. I'm hey, you get know, some Titans last, but just a couple of observations. John, first of all, congratulations to your Giants. I was not surprised that they won yesterday. I definitely was stunned at the way they won. I thought it was going to be a close game. Maybe they won it to the end. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they just physically dominated the Eagles. And the Eagles and quit. 24 to, I don't know. But they, made, they, they made the Eagles quit. At halftime. Yeah. yeah what yeah. impact they, did it have if the Eagles would have won? What the, were they The Eagles done? needed a win and a Cowboys loss to Washington to win the division and get the two seed. And at the time, uh, you know, the Giants got out to a lead in Syriardi and, uh, and uh, Hurts got a little banged up and A.J. Brown, Patton, hurt his knee. And Sirianni yeah. just said, you know what, enough of this. And he started yeah. yanking starters. When it was yeah, only yeah. like 10-7 Cowboys commanders yeah. at the time, yeah, and, yeah. and they Washington just said, the heck beaten. with it. You know what, I'll I'll go to Tampa and take my chances. And uh, I don't want to get any more guys hurt. And the Giants just they stomped on them. That makes yeah. sense. And I'll tell you what, guys, I'm not saying it'll definitely happen, but now I don't know. I think there's a real chance the Eagles could lose next Monday night against Tampa Bay. I think they are the losing. They're playing. I mean, it's just uh, incredible. They went from 10-1. Something like about a 98% chance to win the division to losing because you thought it was a, that the streak would probably be snapped, and it wasn't. And also, congratulations to Dallas. I wasn't surprised that they won. I really thought it was going to be a lot tougher game that they would probably pull away late. But then pretty much they took over in the late first half and pretty much just dominated. I just did not kind of expect well, that's that. that's a bad it team with a, with a yeah, lame yeah, duck yeah, coach. Yeah, but, you know, uh, you know yeah. listen, you, you're the two seed, so you, you'll, yeah. you'll have a look at it. But, yeah, yeah. but Eric, and I love yeah. you. We all know yeah. how this is going to turn out, don't we? Yeah. I, I got a feeling, too, John. I, <laughs> you know, It wouldn't surprise me if they win Green Bay, but then lose the next home game, if it's Detroit, whoever it is. Even though it's home, you know, it's, but we'll see what happens. And uh, as far as the playoffs, guys, it's interesting that they put the Kansas City-Miami game on Peacock because I guess they're hoping that fans will pay to see Taylor no, you know, Yeah, whatever. I was just going to say, they're, they're hoping all the Swifties yeah. now subscribe to Peacock. That's yeah, a shrewd yeah, yeah. move they, by they, the NFL they, they, they and Peacock. I, I, I got Peacock, but I'm not paying extra for it. If, if, if I don't get it, I'll just listen to the game on the radio. And, guys, as far as the Titans, I was not surprised their effort yesterday. I thought they would play well. I didn't know if they would win. But using the past, we have stuff like drop punts and the penalties that they had, the turnover by Tannehill. The defense bailed them out, stopped them on three straight fourth downs with the uh, keeping them uh, Trevor Lawrence out of the end zone and just the place they made. Give them credit. Yeah, uh, you give them credit, but Eric, let me yeah. just jump in real quick. Yeah. The Jaguars look like they didn't want to be there, which is shocking yeah. because they had everything on yeah. the line. Yeah. Yeah, and the two one-handed catches by DeAndre Hopkins and vintage Derrick Henry. And one last thing about the Titans game, and I'll get off. I know the Titans want to do stuff like honor people and do great things, which, which is great. But unfortunately, they get the bad timing award when they tried to honor the referee because I guess the NFL asked him for 25 years of service and he got booed. Yeah. But because of course, several plays earlier, Derek hitting his helmet off gets ripped off. I thought it was a horse collar, but then they showed the play again and it was just bad. And I just started laughing when that happened. I, I it was, I just understand what they're trying to do, but it was just bad timing. Guys, I'll get off. Right. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I mean, 
It was sort of like the time that when, what, Taylor Lewan returns to the yeah, game, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, read the room. I guess the NFL asked Who was you it to that do was it. smoked him that day? Chandler Jones of yeah. Arizona? Yeah. 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 Opening day, and he still wasn't right from his knee injury the year before. And, he, yeah, they left him on an island with Chandler Jones, who was just eating his lunch. Yep. All right, call. Top of the hour, clear, even after that as well. 615-844-5600. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. 
Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. Hey, do you want to say uh, congratulations to uh, TSU defensive end Terrell Allen? Yeah. Uh, already on seven different All-American teams, four different national, well, no, four different defensive player of the year awards, including conference. Uh, Saturday night uh, at the FCS National Awards Banquet down in uh, Frisco, Texas, was named the uh, Division One FCS Defensive Player of the Year, the Buck Buchanan Award winner as the National Defensive Player of the Year in FCS. How about that? That's pretty cool. Yep. So, um, of course, Buck Buchanan was a stud. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a great NFL but, player. And, yeah. But so, uh, I think, where did he play uh, collegiately? Mm, Grambling played at Grambling. Yeah. Um, tonight, Washington, Michigan, Michigan, a four and a half point favorite, a total 55 and a half. Uh, Michael Penix uh, versus JJ McCarthy, a couple of really good running backs in this, uh, as well. Blake uh, Cowan and uh, certainly uh, Kalen DeBoer's done a really good, I mean, what mm. national coach of the year, right? Who you like tonight? Uh, I like Michigan. Four yeah. and a half. Yeah, I just think it's their year. I just think everything they've gone through, I just don't think you beat Alabama the way they did in a national semifinal and come up short. Uh, Washington's going to keep it close. I think it's going to be an exciting game. Penix Jr. is that dude. He's going to make some dazzling plays in this game. But I think when it's all said and done, uh, Michigan wins, and I will not lay the four and a half. Yeah, I think I it's going to be a field goal game. I hope I hope it's a good game. That's I think it I'm, will be. The and I'm pulling for Washington for the Michigan factor, obviously. Right. Uh, did you see the story? Michael Penix comes out and he was asked about the his commitment. You know, he was in high school committed to UT, then Butch Jones all yep. the way through. Yep. Butch gets fired. Jeremy Pruitt gets hired. Didn't want him and rescinds the scholarship offer to Michael Penix. Yeah. Yet another reason. All right. So tonight, you like that, huh? Yeah. Pat, who you like? I'm with John. I, I think line of str- scrimmage is easily going to be in Michigan's favor. And the adversity they had in the Alabama game, I, to me, that was the sign of a, of a national champion. So I, I think maybe Penix has a, a great day. But I think in the end, uh, Harbaugh is going to ride off into the NFL sunset with a natty. Yeah, there's what? How many? Okay, we got Arthur Smith fired at the Falcons. Ron Rivera, this morning Commanders. What else is open? There's five Chargers, Chargers is open and Raiders. As Raiders. Well, but Raiders should. Raiders will probably be open. I don't think Mark Davis is going to uh, uh, retain Antonio Pierce. So, where does Harbaugh end up? The Raiders. The Raiders. Yep. He's the perfect Raiders coach. He, and he's out. He's gone. He's tired of this NCAA mess. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He wants, you know, and we've heard for years that he's wanted to go back to the NFL. I mean, remember a couple of years ago on recruiting day, you know, on <laughs> National <laughs> Signing Day, Harbaugh was in Minnesota waiting to interview with the Vikings. I think, though, with what he's done continually, he's now, I don't know that the NFL necessarily wanted him. Yeah, uh, in the last year or last year or last couple of years, but now I think he's really hot. Even if they win or lose tonight, I think he's gone and probably to the Raiders. But um, and uh, yeah, I hate it for Arthur Smith, but three straight seven and ten seasons. Yeah, and, yeah. You know the, the the couple of losses towards the end of the year. That loss at Carolina was god awful, yeah. and 
you know. Come yeah. on home, Arthur. Hey, yeah, hey, exactly. Uh, when Vrabel leaves, you come back and coach the Titans. We're going to re-play uh, the uh, Derrick Henry uh, post-game interview from yesterday. If you haven't heard it in full and total, I'm sure you've probably heard some sound bites out of it. It's really, really, really pretty cool. Hey, coming up after the break, uh, JB has been disqualified, so I will be predicting the spreads. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Lawmakers demanding to know why it took so long to notify Congress and the White House about Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin's hospitalization. We could find out more today. President Biden on the road again. He will hold a campaign event at the Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina. That church, the site of a 2015 mass shooting that left nine black churchgoers dead. Biden insisting his possible November rival Donald Trump is a threat to democracy and glorifies rather than condemns political violence. A key component of that Alaska Airlines flight that lost its door mid-flight on Friday has been found in a Portland, Oregon backyard. The door plug that flew off an Alaska Airlines flight in midair now found after a three-day search. The NTSB locating it in the backyard of a Portland school teacher. The discovery coming as authorities reveal no data can be pulled from the cockpit voice recorder because it was completely overwritten. That's ABC's Gio Benitez. The NTSB still investigating. This is ABC News. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Um. WNSR. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, 
every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It is hour number two. I want to call the show, please do. 615-844-5600. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Polk, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. So the playoffs are set. Uh, I got a question, though. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute, okay? Let's let's do the spreads. I uh, I will let you back in. You, uh, you're you on a, a a 60-day probation period. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the... Um, uh, I figured the Browns would be favored too. What do you think? Do you have you? Do you know what? It I is? already know. All right, well, I'm going to go Browns by three. It is two and a half. All right. Actually, I did know. I I said one, I was going to say one and a half. I thought I heard that this morning. So there you go. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. That is the very first game. And I swear yeah. to you, I don't know these, I, these I, other games. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, so three <laughs> thirty. That's on three thirty on NBC. Then uh, the Dolphins. Chiefs, 7 o'clock on Peacock. Uh, by the way, I'm going to give you the ticket prices. on Tickets as low as 173 on that first one. The Dolphins, Kansas City, get tickets as low as $123. Wow. Dolphins at Kansas City. That's, uh, that's going to be, because it's going to be like, what, one degree? Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be it's very gonna, cold, yeah. bitter cold. Yeah. I mean. They're going to have snow and then cold. Yeah. And I've, I've been in Kansas City. I covered that AFC championship game. It's the coldest I've ever been in my life. And I'm from upstate New York, and I used to live in Buffalo. Uh, Chiefs minus—I'm going to say Chiefs minus four and a half. Chiefs minus two, three and a half. Oh, wow, we split the baby. We split the baby it's right there. The law. Yeah. It's a split a baby. Uh, <laughs> now it's on Peacock, right? Uh, can you, if you go to a sports bar, you'll be able to watch it, correct? I believe so. Um, I, mean, I think they yeah. have a special deal for businesses. Well, yeah, they got to buy it, right? right? But right. I'm sure if you're a sports bar, you got to yeah. have it, yeah. right? But you're right. But yeah, Eric was right. I think they're doing that to get all the Swifties to subscribe to Peacock because yeah. they want to see they want to see yeah. Taylor Swift all uh, bundled up in a suite. I, I'll, Travis. I'll um, luckily I have yeah. it for Premier League Soccer, so I mean I have it anyway. Already, but, 
Yeah. You know, it's I, not, well, I don't know if I would have bought it. If I'm I didn't an Xfinity have it. guy, and I, so I already had it, and then they went away with that. that you don't get it free anymore, and they're like, and I think I'm paying like five bucks a month yeah. for it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I'm not going to buy it for one offs, right? I guess I could get it. Well, you could. Uh, I mean, you could do the 30 day trial, and then, and then you know, yeah. on day yeah. 29, you could say, nah, it's not for yeah. me. Yep, yep. I've yeah. done that a couple times. All right, then Sunday. <laughs> but I do. Are, but it, yeah. just real quick, if I could add to that, I, I think the NFL. We all know they're greedy pigs. That's greedy to make you <laughs> subscribe to a streaming service to watch an NFL playoff game. in prime time. In on prime Saturday time, night. that's ridiculous. Well, I'm going to boycott all their advertisers. Uh, <laughs> uh, at noon on Sunday on CBS, uh, Steelers at the Bills. I think I already saw this line. So, well, you got to quit cheating. I wasn't cheating. I just happened right, to hear. All right, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go uh, Buffalo by five. Big, big number. Yeah. Ten and a half. What? Yeah, it was, yeah. Dang. And I, I, I don't know if I wouldn't take the Steelers on that to keep it go, close. Yeah. The Bills will win, I believe, but you know, the Steelers, they just you can't kill them, man. They're like they're, they're, there are a lot they're, of Steelers they're like the fans. They're like Nissan the zombie. Stadium. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They went from, you know, we suck, fire Tomlin to here we go, we're in the playoffs. Yep. A lot of Steelers fans at Nissan yeah, Stadium. Yeah, I heard. In I actually section. heard a guy chanting, "Here we go, Steelers! Here we go!" <laughs> I saw a guy in the front row waving a ter- terrible towel. I saw a guy walking around the mezzanine wearing yeah. a Heinz Ward jersey. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and people were texting I mean, me all day. All my Yinzer Pittsburgh uh, uh, jabronis were texting me saying, "Hey, tell Vrabel we're going to send him a case of Iron City." Shut up. Pack your own lunch next time. I tell you what the. The Bills Mafia showed up last night. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. In Miami. Oh, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to think about that. Hey, there's a Sunday night game in Miami mm-hmm. on January, what, 7th? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they Let, migrated. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they've been down there for two <laughs> Let's go weeks. go down to South Beach and uh, do <laughs> yeah. some things. 3.30, the Packers at the Cowboys. Uh, do you know that one? I By don't the way, know that tickets, one. I, tickets are low as 205 That's the second uh, most expensive I see on this. Tickets low as $205 for the Bills game. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay at Dallas. I would guess Cowboys are laying seven and a half. Yeah, I was going to say seven. Noser there, JB. Seven and a half. I swear to God, I did not know that going in. I know you don't believe me, but it's true. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Saturday night, the Rams and the Lions, 7 o'clock on NBC. Get this. All right, I'm going to give you the other ones. $100 for the Tampa Bay ticket. Uh, Lowest, $442 for Dallas, $205 for Buffalo, $123 for Kansas City. uh, How much for Dallas? Uh, For Dallas, $205, you said? $142. Ticket as low as $142. Uh, because they go into there. See, there's no tickets available for that. Okay, Detroit, L.A. and Detroit. Let's get the spread first. Matt Stafford comes home to Detroit. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Against Jared Goff, who led the Rams to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is uh, that is remarkable. Uh, I'm going to say, man, I think I'll say Lions minus three and a half. Lions minus five. A field goal minus three for Detroit. By yeah. the way, yeah. tickets. You know, the, there's going to be a lot of money on both sides of, of, of that. Buffalo up until now, the lowest ticket was two hundred five. Lowest ticket to go see the Lions Rams at Ford Field, 
Wow. The first time since 1991 <laughs> that the Lions have hosted a, a, a playoff game in Detroit. So Against that's the that's, prodigal son. Though. Yeah, that's a hot ticket. Yeah, Matthew Stafford comes home. That is that is rife with intrigue. Eagles uh, in Tampa Bay Monday night on all of the uh, ESPN, ABC, ESPN. Uh, uh, the Mannings aren't doing this one, right? I think I know. They might be. I think they did the one last year. I'm looking here. They got the channels. No, ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus is all they have listed. But that's okay. just for the game, though. Right. We'll see. I don't well, know. Well, I, I would say ESPN's probably them because ABC will be, I'm sure. Well, they're uh, gonna be, it'll be on both. Yeah. The same broadcast will be on both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, Tampa Bay. I'll say Philly minus a field goal. We'll go Philly minus five. Pretty close. Two and a half. Yeah. Man, I was way off on all these. And the spread tonight, you know what it is, right? Four and a half. Four and a half. We talked about that. A.J. Brown goes down, uh, clutching his knee, doesn't come back. What do we know? ACL is intact uh, from the reports yesterday, but uh, still waiting on official word on the prognosis. But I'd say this week's a long shot. Yeah, yeah, and I think a big reason why that's that Buffalo Pittsburgh spread is so big is because TJ Watt mm-hmm. uh, he got injured Saturday in the game against Baltimore. He may not be available for Pittsburgh. So I got to think, who has the best NFL fan base? Because last night, man, Buffalo there were more as many Buffalo fans as Dolphins fans there mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Who has the best fan base? The best. The best fan base. How I mean, do you how do you define travel, best? support, win or lose, you know, blah blah blah. They're there. Just any any anything you want to put on it. If you in your mind, who do you think the best NFL? Because I mean, I was thinking, man, the Bill. It's hard to beat the Bills fan base. Bills are up there. Raiders are up there. Steelers are up there because there's Steeler fans all over the country. I, I mean, don't you think the Steelers have declined a little bit? Since they've hadn't had a lot of success and they've moved out of Oakland, yes, no, maybe. You talking about the Raiders? Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, you said yeah. the Steelers. And I mean uh, the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I think Raider fans are are hearty and hale, and they show up, man. And Cowboys. It, yeah, yeah. Well, Cowboys fans are just obnoxious, privileged. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they're 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 Way to Wal- go, Greg. they're Walmart cowboy oh, fans. I, I knew that. You know. Was- yeah. It's like Pavlov's dog. Yeah, <laughs> and it, you know, you know me. I, 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 I do not like arrogant, privileged fan bases. Go Yankees! Really? <laughs> I mean, you just, just you just describe you. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I was just it was pretty amazing how many Bills fans were there last. But then again, man, you get to go that, to but South you know what? That's always yeah. been the case. You know, yeah, yeah every you get, stadium. You get, you get a, yeah exactly, but you get a chance to go to South Florida in the dead of a Buffalo winter <laughs> to watch a very meaningful game with your Bills on a Sunday night. Yeah, hey hey guys, let's go down and make a weekend out of it. Let's get there Friday, party our butts off, go to the game, fly back Monday, go back to work Tuesday. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You want to give us a call? We'll put you right on the radio. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. So the Titans are drafting seven. The Bears. Have a number one? Didn't they had number one last year? Didn't they? Or they did, it? but this one is Carolina's. Okay, yep. it comes from Carolina. Um, are they've got their quarterback right? Well, are they happy? No, there's speculation Man. that they may move on from Justin wow. Fields and draft a quarterback. So, um, you know, it's it that's that's gonna, you know, 
that's going to set the tone for the draft right there. What the Chicago Bears do with Justin Fields? Because obviously, if they move off off of him, they are fully intent on drafting a quarterback. So we'll have to see how that plays out. I'll tell you, Michael Penix looks apart, doesn't he? He Man. does. He does. And you know who made a believer out of me somewhat? J.J. McCarthy, man, the way he played against Alabama in the Rose Bowl, you know, leading that drive late in the game and getting that thing tied, that was impressive too. 615-844-5600, I got it there. Let's go to East Nass. <laughs> Jack, at least nasty. East Nasty, baby. What's up, Jack? Hi, Jack. Well, Pappy Pogue, I'm glad you're back in one piece. Barely. We got we got to tell our stories after. We I, talk, yeah, we got I had a, I had a hell of a day yesterday. Right. Well, just just as a quick aside, I'm glad to see that somehow Mike Tomlin managed to hang on to his job. What a that joke. was that was never in doubt, Jack. He wasn't going I anywhere. Know. I know, but I couldn't believe people would actually say it out loud. Anyway, about Derek, I'd love it if they could work out something that was good for both of them. But on the other hand. If they can't, and he'd go to somebody who would pay him stupid money to play behind a really good offensive line, I'm going to take considerable delight when the Titans have to play through, play him, and he goes through them like you-know-what through a goose, and you think how they reacted to the A.J. getting traded away and beating them was bad? Where do you see that? Well, Jack, let me just add this. I mean, I'll push back on that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I hear what you're saying, but... You know, Derek has kind of stated he wants to win. The Titans aren't ready to win, you know, anything big anytime well, soon. They, they're they're rebuilding. Can you blame Derek for maybe say him saying, you know what, I'd like to move on? I mean, every if he leaves, I get it. Most of the fans are going to blame the Titans. How could you let Derek Henry go? What if he raises his hand and say, you know what, I'd like to test free agency and maybe go to a contending team? Yeah, I don't think it's anything like A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown was traded at the very peak of his, or the he was well on the up to the being at the peak of his career. Where Derek at 30, and we we've, there has been a decline. He looked really good, a little sharp yesterday. Can he still play in this league? He was second in the league in rushing behind that off- offensive line, yeah. Uh, but I don't think Titans fans are... Are, I think they're more understanding of, I, of, the, of the business situation. I, re- I respectfully this. disagree with you. People are going to yeah. lose their freaking minds <laughs> if Derrick Henry leaves. Believe me. Well, they, 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 then that's why they're called fanatics. Exactly. Jack, I, what do you think? A retort. I still I heard the uh, I heard the wind. <laughs> so what happened to you yesterday? All right. So I knew it was going to be a weird day, right? I'm driving to the stadium. And, you know, I'm at that I'm at that intersection right by the juvenile correction center where you're about to, you know, make the drive in towards the stadium. You know, I have the pass and, you know, their traffic cops are out there. And let me just say they all do a wonderful job. So, you know, I get to the stoplight. I hold up my parking pass and the officer waves me through. He tells me to go. So I go. And while I'm acknowledging him, I happened to look up and there was another police officer at the crosswalk who had allowed pedestrians to cross. And so he starts screaming at me, telling me, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? Don't you see these pedestrians? You got to be able to watch it. Da, 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 da. So I, under, you know, I was in no mood for that yesterday. So I, so I rolled down my window and I said, 
the other officer waved me through. He goes, I don't care if the officer waved you through. You got to watch and see if these pedestrians are going through. Come on, man. What are you doing? I go, sir, why are you yelling at me? I said, you don't need to yell at me. I said, the other officer waved me through. He's like, yeah, but you got to. I go, I get it. The other officer waved me through. I apologize. And then he finally calms down and he says, listen, you have to be able to watch whether or not I'm waving the pedestrians through. You have. I said, see, sir, the way you're talking to me right now, I appreciate that. I'm a grown man. There's no need to yell at me. I said, I stuck out my hand. I said, we're all in this together. He goes, you're right. I apologize. I said, I apologize to you, sir. Have a great day. And then he slapped the cuffs on you. <laughs> you know, normally, I you out normally, you. <laughs> normally for reasons that I won't get into on the air, but you can probably figure them out. I don't talk back to police officers, you know, that I don't make a habit of doing that. No one should quite. Well, frankly. yeah, yeah I, especially I, for you. I I I you see where I'm going with I this. It. I know. Yeah. But I was just like. The one guy waved me through, and now you're screaming at me like I'm some menace to society trying to run over pedestrians. <laughs> so I didn't take kindly to that. All right, so fine. You know, we 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 make amends. I actually shook the officer's hand. Oh, good. Away I go. So end of the game comes, right? I'm tweeting out my final tweets. Look, you know, game over, Titans win, blah, 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 blah. And I get up to pack up my stuff and go downstairs and get ready to go in the locker room to get the post game. As I get up, I'm like, all right, I got my computer, I got my wallet. I, you know, I always do the the, the pat check, right? You got to check and pat, you know, make sure you got all your stuff. I'm like, where's my cell phone? I just had it seconds ago. Where's my cell phone? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking everywhere. My cell phone just like disappeared. It like grew legs and walked away. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll have to look for it later. I got to go downstairs and do the post game. So I go downstairs and do the post game. By the way, it was really cool atmosphere in the locker room yesterday. Very festive. I walked in. I said to Coos, I said, I think the Titans just won the Super Bowl. Music was blasted. Everybody was, you know, high-fiving and hugging. And, you know, good for them. I, uh, I think it was more of a relief that they got this win than it was, you know, anything else. So we get all done. You know, we don't have an early show because CBS has the doubleheader. So I got time. So I go back upstairs, and it, I can't find it anywhere. And all of a sudden, boom, it pops into my head right before... I gathered my stuff to go downstairs to get the post game. I kind of cleaned up my area. You know, I, you know, I had some snacks and some water and some diet Cokes or whatever. So I put all that stuff in the garbage. What I did was I absentmindedly dropped my phone in the trash can. So I go back upstairs and Jeffrey from the Titans, really great guy. He said, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking. He goes, do you want me to call it? I said, well, my ringer's not on, but it's on vibrate. You know what? Give it a call. Maybe they'll turn up. So he's calling, and I said, you know what? I'm going to check this trash can. I put my ear up to the trash can, and I can hear it vibrate. Mm -hmm. I'm like, my phone is in the trash can. So I got to go down to the end of the press box to where, you know, the, the cleanup guy is just starting his cleanup. He's on the far end. I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the opposite end. So I go to the guy. I, I turn him around. I said, excuse me. Hey, crazy thing happened. I dropped my phone in the trash can down there. I was wondering if you could help me get it out. And he just looks at me and smiles, and he says, and I quote, no comprendo. Good. <laughs> I said, no habla inglés? He's like, no, no. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So he takes his phone out, and he's got that Google, Google interpreter. 
So I got to speak into this dude's phone and say, I dropped my phone in the trash can. Can you help me get it out? So he looks at it. He looks at me and he says, phone? And he's <laughs> and he was holding a, his own phone and he had a trash bag. And I pointed. I said, yes, phone in there, down there. He's like, I help you. So long story short, he fished it out. It's got mustard and ketchup oh. all over it. He had, <laughs> he had to wipe it down and sanitize it, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I got my phone. Yeah. I, I, I got, that was I'll, my I'll, day. I'll tell you my story. I, I did that once after a TSU game. I took all my you know the papers and I just threw them in. And my phone was like in the yeah, middle of them. That's exactly what happened to me. Well, yeah. But they had taken it out. And there wasn't anybody I had to climb in the dumpster. <laughs> I started to, to do I started to do that, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. There's gotta be somebody here to There wasn't anybody yeah. there. I, oh, I wow. had, luckily it was because it was the last bag thrown in, it was the bag on top. So I mean, this yeah. after on New Year's Day, I had a mishap in the parking lot, dented up my car, as you guys have seen. Uh some other crazy stuff has happened. So 2024, you know, I'm a pretty Glass half full, positive guy. I like to think, even though I know there are times on here on on air here where I, I come across as a real grumpy. But twenty twenty four is not for both of us. Greg has not been off to an auspicious start. But here is the good news: it can only get better. All right, after the break, Derek Henry and I'll explain how I ended up with stitches. Yeah, please, I got to hear that story. And a bloody mess oh. uh, at the TSU Moorhead game <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lined grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lined grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history, okay? Uh, and we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. All right, well, everybody knows that um, the past week I've been sick. I mean, just sick. And Saturday ended up couldn't even do the play by play. Albert had to do the play by play because I'd lost my voice again. Mm. Of course, what what day was it? I came in, I think Wednesday last yep. week, and I shouldn't have been here. Uh, then Evansville to Morehead, Kentucky. So I'm, you know, we're only we're doing the double headers on the road, right? The women were to come yep. on at noon our time, noon eleven forty five pregame. So I leave the hotel. I knew I hadn't left my phone. Is mine's a phone deal too? I hadn't left my phone. Damn phone cost me this, but I knew I'd, I'd, so I'd packed it in my travel bag that I'd put in the back. Right. So I go in, I set up the equipment, get everything ready. I always like to get there early so I can relax, yep. make sure there's no technical issues, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, it was about 11, 11, 15. I realized that it's about 11, 10. And I realized that I didn't bring my phone in. So I go out to my car. I was I'd sit. It was right outside because I was there early enough. I could park just about anywhere. And so I was looking for my phone. Had it fallen down in between the seat, you know, where oh, yeah. phones end up. And yep. so I opened the door and I was looking under the driver's seat and the side and everything. And I turned around. The door had obviously come. I guess I'd bumped it or something. And as I turned to my left, the door closed. And the very tip, I mean, like the tip of an ink pen, mm-hmm. goes. Sliced me oh, one eighth of an inch above my eye on my eye. You see where the you yep. see where the yeah. I'm the, looking the, at got, it right now. I, yeah, the, the stitches and yep. still got some blood in there. Yeah, and, and so and, and so it slices. And I look and my I go oh this and I look and I have my hands are immediately covered in blood. Oh, my so God. I had a towel. I am bleeding like a stuck pig. 
And so, and I've got to be on the air in 30 minutes. Jeez. And so I come in and Maggie, the trainer over at, at TSU looks at me, just a sweetheart, but very, they're all connected with TI. So just wonderful, you know, talented people. Mm-hmm. And then she brings the Morehead state trainer over and say, well, you're, that's not going to stop bleeding. You got to go get stitches. And wow. so I said, man, if I go to the emergency room, I can. They're not going to you know, move the game back, right? Right. So he calls up this Instacare, St. Clair Instacare, and um, calls ahead. I go in, and I've got the two ladies. One's a, a PA and then a student PA. Got me in three stitches. I was back at the arena at 11.58 in time for tip-off with three Jeez. stitches. With wow. three stitches. Wow, man. But, I mean, I, was, I had blood everywhere. I mean, Jeez. it was just dripping so like i said yeah. your your 2024 <laughs> and my 2024 are not exactly off to great starts but you know the good news is it can only get better so well i'm glad you're all right and i'm glad that you know it could have been a lot worse yeah you know we got but, doug on the phone all right let's get a call or two i know we we're going to do the Derek in but i think we'd rather um, talk to uh, doug instead dougie oh. fresh fresh i believe the new thing should be instead of happy new year what a new year yeah no, I, my New Year yeah. starts today. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of in that boat too. Does I've been? I'm doing a I'm doing a dry January. Well, maybe not a dry January, but a damp January. Ah, oh, we've already gone from dry to damp yeah, in know, nine days, eight days. Ha- things happen. I mean, you know, there's national championship games. <laughs> yeah, tonight I I'm going to be don't watching. Don't ever do a, Don't ever say that again. Not publicly, anyway. Yeah, really. It's like it's like never, never. If you're on a diet, first yeah. first rule of a diet: never tell Man. anybody you're on a diet. Well, get the get the February first, and then proclaim you made it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, Doug. Hi, Doug. Well, well, man, I you know my New Year's has started off, kind of change it up a little bit, a little abruptly. But hey, I'm in the boat with you. Let's just say what a New Year. But uh, questions about. Uh, the bowl situation, I've not had a chance to, you know, do the tally of the SEC, how they did. So two questions, did the SEC fare very well during the bowl, you know, because of their proclaimed dominance? And, you know, we're going to have a new champion here starting, you know, 2024. And the other question I have is uh, Derek's run, the 60-yard. He got caught. Are we losing a step or – He's lost his step. Yeah, but those yeah. those, those NFL we, quarterbacks, uh, cornerbacks all run four, Well, that was four, a linebacker. Four, that, five, yeah, they too. Is Cisco a linebacker yeah, or, or a corner? Anyway, he had a good angle. He had a good angle. and uh, I gave him credit on the angle. I yep. said, he's the angle, but then again, you know, I've got to kind of think. Well, hey, but Derrick Henry has top-end speed, but I think we got way too obsessed with that. Yeah. Well, I'll, so, I, I mean, will say this, though. The way he fought. I, w- I will a, say this, though. That was a hard 60. Yeah. I'll say this, though, Doug and Greg. And Patton, you know, everybody talks about the 99-yard run, which was spectacular, but that was a lot of that was the Jaguars wanted no part of him once he got up to top speed, and they all tried to take they him up high. Decision. The 94-yard run, I, I believe it was against the Texans, was much more impressive because guys had an angle on him, and he just blew their doors off. Okay, and the SEC total, the dominance? Is uh, such a thing now? No, and, and I never thought that to begin with on bowl games. They're a measure of now of totally nothing. Before, I never exactly. thought it was a deal. Now, when you've got, what, 20 players leaving rosters and your best – I don't that the the bowls don't and no well the okay yeah see let me think here let me look here uh well hell nobody really Pac twelve 
All right, here's American three and three, ACC five and six, Big 12, five and four. Now, this is, you know, before tonight, Big 10, five and four, CUSA two and two, MAC two and four, Mountain West three and four, Pac 12, five and three, SEC five and four, Sun Belt five and seven. How about that? Sun Belt had 12 well, bolts. With the, the, the bowing out of players, the, the measuring of what a SEC team is now is is in a not applicable. I never thought it was to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Thank you much, man. All right, All right. what a new year! Thanks a lot. Got some uh, quotes coming out of Titans camp right now. Um, mm-hmm. Will Levis says Rabel will, will communicate to the team quote as soon as he knows about next year. Says Rabel wants to be. I here. thought he was under contract. So yeah. what is there to know? And uh, Paul Kaharski said mm-hmm. that uh, sent a tweet saying Mike Vrabel didn't hold a full team meeting today. Ryan Tannehill told him some years ago that sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. Nah. I think this is all all very uh, convenient that it just doesn't have one this year. I think it's telling, don't you? I think it's I very do. telling. I do too. Yeah. Nothing coming out of New England either right now. Yeah. Uh, Belichick said that, uh, or Shefty's reporting that Belichick and Kraft have yet to meet about what the future is. Wasn't his season-ending press conference at like 7 a.m. this morning where the media had to get there? Seriously. Yeah. I think he had it at like 7 a.m. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bill. And they asked him, what's your future? I'm under contract. So. Well, so is Vrabel. Right. I know. I know. So that, but know. yeah, that Levis quote saying as soon as he knows. So, <laughs> you know, so it's almost like it's not up to him. May not be. Which, like I said last night on the show, guys, I, I know we're going to get to Derrick Henry here, but I said on the show, I think a lot of the, what Schefter reported that they're going to, you know, that they're going to meet this week and discuss, you know, the best thing to go forward. I think, I think it's going to be a simple meeting from the Titans part. I think they're going to sit Mike down and just ask him, do you want to be here? You want, you want, you're under contract to be here, but do you want to be here? And depending on what that answer is and what the tone of that answer is could determine a lot. All right, we'll take a break. Coming out of it, we're going to go right into the Derrick Henry press conference. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family-owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. At up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, Papa Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, yeah. uh, Alice Rose, eight pounds, one ounce, mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. No, I was just saying in the moment, you know, it's been a great eight years. I've grown. A lot has happened um, you know, through these eight years. Um, I turned 30 um, in, in year eight and, um, you know, had my, had my, do- had my daughter you know, through these eight years. And, you know, I've just grown as a person. And the player has some great teammates, great coaches, um, and the fans has been there, the fans have been there through it all. So it was just, you know, just, just a thank you to them. I know how I worded it probably got <laughs> brought up a portion a little bit, but it was just a thank you speech, just showing love to the fans. Is that a spur of the moment deal? Did you talk about doing that, and, and how do you think it went off? Well, they just told me after the game they, um, they wanted me to say something on the Jumbotron. So it was just, you know, from, from the heart and off the top, kind of freestyle a little bit. Hope I did good. Hope y'all liked it. Did, uh, did it feel like a little bit of a throwback day? You got back to yourself and, and with Ryan back there and the style of the game was a lot like the, the best of what you guys had done together. Yeah, it was definitely fun. Um, felt like the old days again. Um, definitely a, a great way to go out, especially against a division opponent. An opponent that I grew down the street, you know, watching and, um, you know, looking at and, you know, following as a kid growing up. 
So, you know, it was kind of all full circle. Um, which is great that we were able to finish with the win and finish with class, like Coach said. How much did you feel like your teammates out there fighting for you, whether, you know, whatever the future may be? It felt like collectively you guys were really putting it on. Yeah, everybody had good energy. Um, had great energy all week. Um, and I knew if we, if we came out there and just played our style and execute and be able to get into drives that, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance. And hats off to everybody doing that, executing, and for us to be able to get the W. Uh, it kind of felt it was felt good. Um, you know, it kind of felt like 2018 again when it first all started. Um, you know, um, it's very cool to be able to you know experience that. You know, knowing that they did the same thing for Eddie, um, who I who I idolize a lot. So it's just cool to uh, to have that relationship with the fans. Big run like you did there. It had been a while since you had a big big run like that. What led to it? What did it feel like? Yeah, we um the play before I think we. We had a look. Um, probably should have cut back then, but I know I said they call it again. I'm, I'm going to do that, and um, it opened up, and you know I was able to get downfield. I should have scored. I'm getting old, but um, <laughs> but I'm glad that we was able to execute it. I was thinking about what I was going to do um, to, to to show my love and um, to show my grace. So. I just wanted to let them know I was, I was recognizing them and, um, you know, sending my heart out to them and thanking them for everything any way possible, whether it was like this or blowing kisses, whatever it would have been, you know, just giving them a thank you. Ryan said you guys had some words before you headed out in the tunnel. Um, what was a little bit of that conversation? Oh, yeah, we just said uh, it was one last time, man. That's my brother. You know, I love Ryan, man. Um, these last five years, you know, um, you know we've been together um, growing as players. Um, you know, help one another through adversity, and um, you know it's been it's been fun as hell um, to be able to you know experience these five years and the things we accomplished. You know, we ultimately did, didn't get it done, but it's a lot of things that we can look back on and be happy about. And um, you know, uh, him and his wife and my girl, they're they're uh, they're close, and my daughter loves his kids. So you know, Tannehill is always family to me. When will you start to? Uh... When will you start to sort things out about your future and uh, what you want to do next? Yeah, but after this, have me a Jack Brownsburger for sure. You know, on this diet, I'm finna have a good time with that. But um, yeah, um, you know, um, think we're gonna do something together, O line, and everybody who else is on the team, take a trip and you know have fun with that. Come back and um, you know relax a little bit, pack up, and probably head to Dallas. But, you know, I'm not going to get too caught up in it too much. Um, you know, just enjoy a little bit of time off. I'm still going to work out, still going to do my normal things. And then when that time comes, visit that when it needs to be. Can you tell us, though, Derek, how you're, just, how you're kind of looking at it right now, just how you view the next few months and what the decision may be? Um, well, this is uh, the first time I'm actually a, a, a free agent. So, um, you know, I got tagged the first time I was supposed to be, and then – you know, was able to negotiate something after that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's like. It's my first time actually being a free agent. Um, just going to enjoy the time, talk to guys around the league who've experienced this before, get some advice, um, talk to my team, and then go from there. You to come back here if the opportunity presents itself? Yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, any player would love to play for one franchise um, on their whole career. And, um, and us, you know, 
getting so close like we did and not finishing it, you know, that's always going to be in the back of your mind. So, you know, I want to bring a Super Bowl here really bad. I mean, that's I mean, that's one of my one of my main goals. No matter how I do during the season, just want to bring one here. And um, you know, who knows what happened? Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, any player want to play for the organization um, their the whole career. But I mean, it's a business, and I know. Say it again. To reach that goal of the Super Bowl that you just talked about, what what needs to happen roster-wise? Um, I mean, it's a little bit out of my my pay grade, but um, you know, uh, I just felt like um, you know, in 2019 when we got to the AFC Championship, I felt like we were solid from top to bottom. Um, I felt like uh, you know, even during during the season. You know, when things weren't going right or we had a bad game, I could look to my left and my right and knowing that, you know, in the face of adversity, the guy next to me is going to answer. So it's a grown man business, and, you know, that's what it comes down to. And on both sides of the ball, if it needed to be um, somebody held accountable, you know, nobody were in their feelings about anything. Nobody um, was judgmental. Everybody just knew we needed to step up. And, um, you know, we got a lot of young guys on this team. Um, and, you know, with the experience, you know, you just grow – and become a better player, and um, you know you evolve with the game. But um, you know it just you know it got to be solid from top to bottom. Um, you got to have some vets that are, are willing to lead, willing to hold people accountable. Um, and you know I think that's what it all comes down to. And um, like I said, I don't know you know what the future is, but um, you know I'm just very thankful for these eight years. How important was it for how important was it for you guys to help um, D Hop get his incentives? Oh yeah, I mean, I wanted uh, D Hop to get that. Um, you know, one of the main reasons he came here uh, was very vocal to him during the off season to to get him here, and uh, you know, thankful that I was able to to play with him. And it was it was good to see him um, go and get those incentives. Um, shows that he still got it. I still think he's one of the best receivers in the league, and has plenty more in the tank. And um, I feel like y'all seen that this year as well. So very happy for him and his family. Regardless of what happens next season, what has it meant to you to accomplish all that you have, the Pro Bowls, the records, in this uniform with that Titans logo up to this point? Yeah, it means a lot. It means a lot to me. And, um, you know, it just wasn't individually, you know, me accomplish, accomplishing those those things. I had a lot of teammates that, that helped me, you know, accomplish all those, all those accomplishments and uh, coaches as well. Um, and definitely want to thank our equipment staff, Matt, Joey, um, Jerome, um, David Manor, uh, uh, Jordan, uh, Justin, and, and Trey, who contribute that nobody sees, make sure I have everything that I have, and I'm ready to go on, on game days. And um, even our security, Jeb, that's my main man, and uh, him and John, just making sure I'm, I'm set, anything that I need, anything that, you know, I got any questions about or, you know, uh, let me feel at home as possible. So I want to thank them as well. Um, the kitchen staff, Elon and her staff, um, Jeff, I'm going to thank everybody. Uh, Jeff, Johnny, Pam, uh, Miss Marilyn, uh, Chris, just all of them, just making sure that I had everything that I need and all our teammates because um, I'm very specific on what I eat every morning, but, you know, and Bob with the avocados, making sure that I have my avocados every morning. So I want to say I appreciate them to the cleaning staff, to LaCoya, Johnny, um, Leroy, um, cleaning that locker room when it smelled like the Nashville Zoo. And I appreciate them as well. So 
you know, um, just want to thank even Robbie waiting on me two hours after the game. Um, Dwight, Puff, my guy, um, you know, I'm just thankful for everybody who's been a part of this journey. And um, like you said, with the accomplishment, accomplishments that I had, you know, they play a big part in that. Um, just want to thank everybody. Nate with social media and Donald with the pictures, making sure I had everything I had and make sure I looked dripped out when the pictures were posted. So um, I'm just thankful for everybody and um, thankful to, to, to help me and to, to, get where, to get where I am. Even Jim with the great articles and making sure that you know, um, you put everything out there that uh, made me look um, professional, um, a great guy in this community, um, and, and, and everything you represent. I think you're a great guy, man. I think the word of you, and um, I hope one day you get a chance to be able to write that article about Titans winning the Super Bowl. Derek, do you maybe understand that you could, when it's all said and done, be one of the biggest sports figures in this entire city? Do you let that sink in? Because I know you're not all about you all the time, but it's pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, you know, it's been some greats uh, to come through here. Um, you know, it's hard for me to say, I put my name with those guys. And and if you consider me as one of the greats, I, I appreciate it. But, you know, I just feel like it's still a lot for me to do to be considered with those. But um, um, it's been humbling. Um, God has certainly been good to me th throughout my career. Um, it never goes the way you want it to, but I feel like he always comes at the right time when you need him. So um, just thankful for, for, for everything. When you run through the, the things that are going to be on the list, the legacy, the, the number of carries you'll be able to get, winning the contract, how are you going to stack or go about stacking those priorities? What do you mean, like? For what's next for you. I'm trying to understand the question. Like, like when you're trying to decide where to go next. Oh, well, I mean, you know, um, you know, when that time comes, you know, I'll just we'll, we'll evaluate and um, see what makes sense. I mean, I'm not, I ain't getting no younger, so, um, you know, I, I want a ring. I want to win the Super Bowl. Um, I didn't win state in, um, in high school. Um, so, you know, I'll tell you, before I leave college, I got to get a national championship, so. I'm in year eight now, so you know the Super Bowl is definitely my next goal, and that's what I want to get. So, however that comes, and however I have to evaluate to be able to get close to that, and that's what I'll, that's what we'll do. Derek Henry from uh, yesterday, pretty class act all the way through, especially naming everybody. Our buddy Jimmy Wyatt getting a, a nice shout out as well. We'll be back and wrap this thing up in just a few. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You can't touch this. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Got a few more moments and then we are 88 out the gate audios because Zeus, no Grizzlies tonight. They play tomorrow night. Uh, uh, last night, uh, no jaw uh, last night. But uh, got down by 11, big fourth quarter. Jaron Jackson had 28 and 10, came back and beat the Suns. And Phoenix, they're in Dallas. So tomorrow night we'll have that as well. National championship game tonight. Michigan, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Probably, if you made me bet it, I'd take Michigan. But I don't want to, you know, I think everybody but Michiganders are pulling yeah. uh, for Michigan. Well, and early for Washington. Rather. For the past month of the season, Washington, all they've done is uh, be underdogs and win uh, all, all their matchups. Of course, they were underdogs twice against Oregon. They beat them twice, and then they were not far and away underdogs, but they were uh, widely thought as the lesser team against Texas, and here they are sitting in the national championship, and I think a, a very good shot, but I like you like Michigan tonight. Yeah, uh, I tell you what though, um, you got two NFL quarterbacks tonight, right? Yeah. JJ McCarthy and um, 
this will be the last game. And obviously, Michael, Michael Penix. Penix. You, um, and just adding insult to injury, the story that came out where he had said that, I don't know why, I guess that comes out now from different yeah. angles. You always look at different angles that he had said, you know, because he was a longtime commitment uh, to Tennessee under Butch Jones. He gets fired. Pruitt comes in, rescinds the offer, and he goes to Indiana. There was, I think, wasn't it, there's a Cookville connection for Penix. I think okay. his dad played it, or a brother, somebody played at Tennessee Tech. Gotcha. You know, so there's a connection there. Yeah, but uh, two quarterbacks tonight that, Aren't going to be first round picks necessarily. Penix maybe, but I, I yeah, would venture I think to Penix say, has played his way up into it. Baby. Yeah, but you just wonder, kind of the six year quarterback starting to figure it out now. You wonder maybe a little bit, but I mean, two guys that are as good a college quarterbacks as you're going to get, and uh, well, one I think Washington likes to spread it around a little bit more. But I tell you, Michigan, uh, their front seven tonight's going to be big. I think. Well, uh, I am going to go get in a tank and drive home. Uh, in a, in, in, and as I get out of my tank, walking into the house, a satellite will fall on top of me. That's been my 2024. We sure hope. 2023 was great, though. It really was. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening to the McFarlane's this afternoon from 2 to 4. Jim Rome is next.